Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast, on which I today have Casper. Casper Searslav, who is the CCO and what the second C stands for, he's going to explain in a bit, but he's the CCO at Zeit. Um, and what you guys do and uh, some background about yourself, Casper uh, will explain. So uh, please welcome uh, to the podcast, Casper, and please introduce yourself. Thank you, thank you. Uh, nice to be here. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm Casper. I'm in uh, in a company called Site that we built uh, five years ago, uh, and and I, I mean the, the, I'm the CCO, and we just joked about it before mm-hmm. the, the show started that uh, I, I kind of like to say the CCO because I I come from a creative background, and then we started this company, and I ended up being the commercial uh, director officer. Um, but now I'm actually coming back to being the creative guy sometimes again. So sometimes the C is a chief creative officer. Sometimes it's the chief creative officer, a commercial officer or something like that. So so we'll keep it to the CCO because uh, we can see that that our agencies need a, a bit of help with the creative part. So that's why I'm also stepping in. And Sorry, that's what that we're also a very long introduction. No, 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 no problem at all. And that's what we're going to talk about as well. So we're we're going to talk about in-housing versus outsourcing, etc. Um, where are you guys located? So we're actually not located anywhere uh, or, or or all over the place. So we built in-house agencies and we run them for 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 companies. So we're located wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in my car the most of the time, uh, or or at home, uh, or. Or traveling, uh, so we are all over uh, Denmark and Sweden and Norway. Uh, so we're Scandinavian based, but but yeah, but we are also moving out in the world now cool. with our customers. Nice, nice. So um, I've seen a couple of companies that have in-house agencies. Uh, for those listeners that are not aware of what what an in-house agency is, so so what kind of companies? do create in-house agencies and what is an in-house agency? So, yeah, the, uh, the second part is actually really interesting. Uh, we thought we had a really good idea and then we did a report. Um, so we actually do it every year. But this this year we tried to, to figure out how many companies do have in-house agencies. And then we stumble upon the, the, the question that you just asked, what is actually an in-house agency? And it seems to be a lot of different things. So. So sometimes it's a really a real agency built inside a company with uh, doing everything from creative development to to rollout and, and and other things. But a lot of times it's also just roles implemented into the marketing organization. Uh, so it could be, I mean, ninety nine percent of all companies do have social media persons uh, in in house there inside their their marketing department they do have some kind of graphic designer or web designer because it makes sense for a lot of those they don't see themselves as having an in-house agency um but in, in our report we, we put them in when they have more of the we call them operational people so not necessarily the guys the marketing managers brand managers making the plans but the things that you would 
normally go to an external agency to, to buy. Mm-hmm. And then when we build our in-house agencies, it's the operational part of it. It's actually developing things and rolling it out on our companies, our client uh, companies' channels, websites, social media channels, uh, and so on. So, so for for which kind of companies is this working? If so in, in we, we are we also been wondering <laughs> what mm-hmm. because uh, that doesn't seem to be any uh, correlation between the companies that we built on but there are uh, uh, after all there seems to be some kind of of similarities so the first one is complexity so we do work with b2b companies with complex products uh, so it could be the products that are complicated that you actually need to understand. So it's not just something you can just go to an external agency and say, could you do something with this? So when, when you have complexity in either product, it could be financial services that you really need to understand, or it could be industrial things. But it could also be scale. So you need to, and that's the case for most, I guess, guess uh yeah, Dutch uh, and, and Scandinavian and small European companies, mm-hmm. it, it could be that you have the complexity of languages. So it doesn't make any sense to be a big company in Denmark where we're from because that's too small. So you need to do everything in 27 languages and, and all that. So when you have the languages, you have a lot of different formats and, and so on. It also makes a lot of sense. So that's the complexity side of it. The other one would be speed or time to market or something like that so we have uh, a lot of car companies we do uh, hyundai land rover jaguar uh, some bmw and Mm -hmm. uh, mini in denmark norway sweden and some in the baltic countries and and there when you deal with cars are not a fast moving consumer good i know but but in, but still in in those areas where you need to change fast so let's say that tesla is changing the price they're dropping it uh 30000 danish kroner or whatever uh mm-hmm. then you need to act really fast and that's also one of the things where we see it, it makes a lot of sense to be in house because we're sitting just on the other side of of the hallway and you can just go in and say okay we need a campaign this afternoon can you do can can you do something great, something creative uh, now? Now, uh, cool. so so speed or time to market would be the other one, where it right. just takes too long to call up the external agencies, have them gathering a team or something. Like that. Cool. And is does the cost aspect is that is that a reason to do that? Is that like one of the um, factors that could be important for those companies as well? Would it be expense more expensive to outsource this? It's it depends. Uh, so, so that's actually why I'm, I'm <laughs> here today. So, it's a lot of we do a lot of math, basically. So, so calculating does it make sense to have a full FTE, full full time, yeah, full full time F- F- employee uh, sitting next to you? I mean, it costs, mm-hmm. but if you have the the task for it, it makes a lot of sense. Then you have probably you know earned your money within the first week or two of actually having the employee in-house contrary to buying it outside. Mm-hmm. So so it is a cost aspect for a lot of companies if they do 
if you have the the bulk of com- of, of 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 tasks and and uh, assignments that you can actually throw at these people if you're a small company or you don't need to to develop something that often then it doesn't make sense to have have it uh, okay okay and then it's 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 a lot about the roles that you take in for instance we build a lot of operational offices uh, yeah agencies um where it's it's really about the copywriting, the graphic design, but it's not the top tier uh, development of campaigns. So a lot of time we work with external agencies that come up with the ideas, if it's commercials or something like that, or production companies developing the main idea or the really creative stuff, and then we 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 roll it out and and so on. Cool. So, so, so one of the reasons uh, a lot of companies spend a lot of money on external agencies um, is often what, from what I'm hearing, is creativity. Because the external guys are having all the creative, creative ideas. They have seen different kind, different kinds of businesses. They, um, on so typically, I think about thirty percent of a of a marketing budget is spent on outsourcing, right? So that's what the uh, CMO spend survey of Gartner every quarter that comes out. You can download that on Gartner's website. But So it's 30% is, is spent on external agencies. Um, and from what I'm hearing is that is often because of creativity. What's your take on that? But, but I actually both agree and disagree. So, I mean, I, I don't disagree with the numbers, um, but... What we see is that often you buy the entire house or the entire product at the agency. So instead of just buying what they're really good at, and no doubt that external agencies who work with multiple clients, multiple products, they are better. They uh, can attract more creative people. So when it comes to develop those really great creative ideas, they will most of the time be better. but you don't need to buy everything from them. Uh, a lot of times you you end up buying their specialists and the really creative guys, and then you also buy the roll-up and the implementation and the, the translation and so on. And that's where it makes sense to to, to have a more intelligent way of, of, of looking at it. So you buy from the best, but only the best work. Uh, and then you can actually roll it out because you know your platforms better than the external agency. You know what's possible on your website and with your e-com setup, uh, your social media channels. You also know your products a bit better. So, so a lot of times, what when we come in, we work with co-creation. So we have the creative guys, but they're not sitting in, in each agency. They we bring them in. Sometimes we buy them with external agencies, and just bring them in for for a session with our in-house agency and the client. So we work together on the idea and then the expensive guys or girls step out Mm -hmm. of the room and go home. And then the in-house agency roll it out because they know the, the platforms they're working on. They know what's possible um, and so on. So they also handle the, it could be a film production where you actually need to, you need to know what you're going to use it for afterwards. So it makes a lot of sense to bring, still photographer, for instance, because then you have more content for your social media channels or your display banners and so on later on, where when you buy it with an external agency, maybe they're only focusing on the key creative product that they are supposed to develop. I love that idea because it's making the decision way uh, more 
uh, well, it's it's basically simplifying the decision. And from what you're saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you're basically saying you'd better hire a boutique or a specialist agency versus a full service one. Yeah. Is that correct? That's okay. that's what we we really like to do. That when we work with with clients who are all over the world, I mean, you can't in house the. PR specialists, uh, you know, who know all of, knows all about uh, Dutch uh, architects or something like mm-hmm. that, because you're only going to use them for two weeks every year. So that's where you call the specialist, and it makes a lot of sense to buy the best for that area or the best creative people or or something like that. But all the things that you do on 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 everyday basis, the the the, the day to day work, and that really is more like craftsmanship that makes a lot of sense to to bring in because then they know your brand guidelines they know your platforms they know your ways of working uh so to speak and that's where you can actually gain a lot of the efficiency on setting up your that's your 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 machinery your your machine room or so to speak so so how do you come from the idea how do you develop how do you scale uh and translate and version to all that Love this. I love this. So um, I've actually never spoken to anyone, let's say, doing this, building those in-house agencies. So it's very interesting, I think, also for our listeners to learn more about this. So I'm going to leave everything in the show notes. Um, one um, question I do have, because you, you've you done this multiple times. So you have helped companies all over the Nordics to build in-house agency. Can you share a success story where you said, hey, this is what we've done. You don't have to name the customer if you don't, if you, maybe you can't, but maybe there is a success story or a success um, event that you can share. So, uh, yeah, I actually, I mean, I come from a creative background and then I I was getting so that's just a bit of a backstory. I was getting tired of the advertising agency. I was very much involved in a in a pitch team where we went in and we did the idea, and then somebody else took over. And I was just looking for more more sustainable way of working uh, mm-hmm. with longer perspectives. I also like to see things going from end to end. And then I got offered a job as head of creative at Maersk, uh, a big uh, yep. transportation and logistics shipping company. Um, and I wasn't supposed to build an in-house agency. It's just that my boss said, we're spending a lot of money on external agencies all over the world. And I don't know what we're doing. Can can you start looking at this, be looking at this? And then I traveled a bit and I realized that we were doing the same campaigns the same kind of materials all over the world so i went to india and i saw a brochure for how to book a container online and i went went to egypt and i saw not the same brochure but exactly the same topic for the same online platform because they were doing it and they were both in english so i understood both of them Mm -hmm. Uh, and then i started gathering all this and i said when i came home i said "We, we need to do something about this not necessarily built the best creative agency in the world, but built a a sustainable in-house machine room where we can actually tag and know what we're doing all over the world. So that's how it started. And and we we just realized it made a lot of sense to, to have one point of contact where all the briefs came in and maybe we already did something and we could just tweak it or customize it for the local languages or maybe we need to do something special and we could do it with a local agency in let's say india or us or whatever uh 
Um, but we then we knew that we had one place where we gathered all the the development, all the, all the campaigns that we did. Mm-hmm. So later on, we could we could actually find it and we could share it if somebody else was was doing that. So that's how it started, and I started doing these very not creative uh, workflows and ways of working and swim lanes and tagging roles and responsibilities because. That was the only way we could do it. I think the first day that we opened the the agency and we opened the the phone, we opened the phones and the submission form. We got sixty three campaigns requests, and we were just swarmed. Uh, so we, we were working like crazy those yeah. days. Um, but we learned a lot, and that's kind of what we we I've been building on ever since. And now we started this company uh, five years ago. Uh, we published a book about it called Win Win House. Yeah. So how to take the best from both worlds. I'll so put it in the show work, notes. I'll, yeah. If I'll you don't want to work with us, uh, this is a complete play playbook or guide to how you do it to do it yourself. Um, um, and that's I think that's uh, the interesting part is that when I left Maersk and I went to to uh, an investment bank uh, called Saxo Bank, or actually it's a digital platform for people yep. who want to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I realized that nine, let's say 85, 90% of all the workflows I could just copy paste because it was the same. So you don't need to develop a new way to do online banners or do social media. You, you need a new idea and some new visual expression and some creativity, but the machine room was the same. The ways of developing things, the way of translating, versioning, scaling was exactly the same. And then I went to another company called George Jensen, a jewelry company, and it was the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what we're building on. So, so I mean, the, all the models and the principles of how to work with in-house agencies and work with external are the same. And that's kind of what we realized that, you know, everybody's, I, I mean, I start from scratch. I had no idea who to turn to when I built it. So I made a lot of mistakes. Um but but for the last ten years, I think I've gathered uh, uh, enough mistakes so I can share them with everyone. And say don't don't do it like this, don't do it like that. Um, and that's uh, yeah, that's what we put in the book. Uh, and that's also why we do the we do the report every year where we talk to a lot of in-house agency people or people working with in-house agencies to see where are the pitfalls. As you mentioned, yeah. you know the creativity. Uh, is a pitfall of in-house. You you get complacent. You don't really see other stuff. So you do what you did last time, for instance. So that's one of the issues with in-house. On the other hand, you don't have to start by Adam and Eve and start to you know every time you do a campaign have to brief everybody on the on what the product actually does and how you speak and the tone of voice. So so it's 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 the best of both worlds uh, in some way. You just need to make the right split. Uh, where to buy from external and where to 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 optimize your own machinery. I love this. I love this. So so very useful. So you gave some tips on on when when to outsource. So if it's very specialist, hire a boutique or a specialist agency. Don't do a generalistic like a, an all in one agency. Um, do in house when you have the work, etc. When you have the, don't don't um, don't. Uh, uh, repeat yourself uh, in in all the countries that you work in, for example. But that's also, from what I've seen, um, the risk of those companies that have branches all over the world. Because India, Maersk India, probably has an own 
profit and loss responsibility. So automatically they will probably buy marketing services in India or um, in Egypt or whatever. Um, but this in-house agency could be an entity where they basically buy it. And they sometimes, that, that's from what I've seen, sometimes they even compete with external agencies. So um, that's, and that could also be a, a work, a nice way to work. So Casper, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put your book in the show notes. I'm going to put your website in the show notes so people will know where to find you. Also, I'll put a link to your LinkedIn profile in, in, in the show notes so people can reach you. Should they want to know more about how to build an in-house agency, the advantage uh, advantages of, of agencies and the, the pitfalls, because we haven't talked about the pitfalls, but they're in the book and you can talk about that uh, for hours probably, but we're through. The time is, the time is up and um, unfortunately, we have to leave it with this. And I would like to thank you very much for being on the show, Casper. Thank you so much. And I mean, uh, yeah, for everyone, just reach out. Uh, we are happy to share. Even if you don't want to work with us, we'll share all the mistakes we've done over the years. Uh, so, uh, yeah, please reach out. We do the report every year where we gather all the 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 upsides or the possibilities with in-house, but also all the, the, the negative things and how deep people are dealing with it all over the world so i mean that report is free you can just download it on the website um and thank you so much for having me uh it was really pleasant talking to you um nice absolutely nice thank you very much casper thanks for listening to this episode of the marketing technology podcast if you enjoyed this podcast please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or itunes also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.